folks, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout the podcast, I'll offer an analysis of the content found in the Heidelberg Catechism. I have picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure of 52 Lord's Days. Today we continue on our journey through the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, as they are known, are divided in two main tables. The first table of the law, as it is called, speaks of our relationship with God, and the second table of the law speaks of our relationship with our neighbors. The first table of the law includes Commandments 1 through 4, and the second table of the law, Commandments 5 through 10. In summary, the Ten Commandments can be summarized as love God and love others. In this episode, we will explore Lord's Day number 44 and the last of the Ten Commandments. Lord's Day number 44 begins with a simple question. What does the Tenth Commandment require? The answer given is that not even the least inclination or thought against any commandment of God ever enter our heart, but that with our whole heart we continually hate all sin and take pleasure in all righteousness. That is an interesting answer considering the Tenth Commandment. And let me read the Tenth Commandment to you. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor everything that is your neighbor's. At the root of this commandment is the word covetousness. Dictionary.com defines covetousness as an eager or excessive desire, especially for wealth or possessions. I define it as lusting after or desiring something that belongs to another person. Coveting does not desire the good of another person. Coveting means that you look for your own interests, not the interests of others, and therefore you lust after their things because you believe that those things will bring you fulfillment and personal satisfaction. Therefore, covetousness leads to jealousy, to anger, and untoward harmful attitudes that are fueled by a lack of self-control. Note that the Ten Commandment involves lusting or desiring that which is not yours in all kinds of aspects of life, beginning with someone's assets, someone's relationships, and someone's livelihood. Now back to the Heidelberg Catechism. It states that we are not even in the least to let an inclination or a thought against any commandment of God to ever enter our heart, that we are to hate sin and take pleasure in righteousness above all things. Notice the use of the word heart. It reminds me of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Our heart can be deceitful, and it can lead us to covetousness. That is why we must keep watch over it. The fact of the matter is, is that in this life, we will be tempted to covet after other people's things. But no one is tempted by God. James chapter 1 verses 14 through 15 reminds us, But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and is enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Note that temptation itself is not the evil. Temptation will come our way. You will be tempted to covet after other people's things. The problem and the issue arises when that desire, that temptation, is conceived and gives birth to sin. Then when sin festers in our heart and it fully is grown, it brings forth death. 
and death is what we feel when we sin against God. Again, folks, that's why we must check our hearts. Jesus spoke about it in Matthew chapter 15. He says, For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Well, in light of that, think about the thoughts you've had in the past, things that you perhaps think of on a regular basis right now. Do these ring a bell? Let me read them to you again. Out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. Jesus continues and he says, These are the things which defile a man. Now, are you being defiled? Is your heart defiled? If it is, the good news is that you can repent today and God will cleanse you from your sin. 1 John 1.9 says, Therefore, if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Moving on, Lord's Day number 44 asks yet another question. It asks, Can those who are converted to God keep these commandments perfectly? The answer is no. But even the holiest men, while in this life, have only a small beginning of such obedience. Yet so that with earnest purpose they begin to live not only according to some, but according to all the commandments of God. This answer is certainly true. No man can perfectly keep God's commandments. Only Christ was able to do so. First John 1 John 1.8-10 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Ecclesiastes 7.20 Going back to the Old Testament, it says, For there is not a just man on earth who does good and does not sin. Again, all of us sin. But our call is to hate sin. To, with all of our heart, to stand against it and to rid it out of our souls. We must cry out like the psalmist did in Psalm 19.13. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Christ's followers are called to greater holiness. That is why Paul wrote in Ephesians 5, 3, But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among the saints. Jesus himself also said, Take care. And be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. That is Luke 12, 15. In our hyper-individualized society, a society driven by social media, covetousness seems like a normal thing. We look at people's Twitter accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and we covet after the things that they have, the things that they do, and the things that they experience wishing it was our own. As a reminder, let's not forget that the Tenth Commandment addresses the sanctity of motives, and motives begin from within. By the way, Dr. Rooker notes that no other culture in biblical times had a law against coveting. God's people are called to greater holiness, to live a life free of covetousness. The same law God gave to His people in the Old Testament is also applicable to us today. Now, you must have noticed that the answers of the Heidelberg Catechism are a little more general in nature, because that is what this Tenth Commandment implies. 
So I want to offer you another definition of covetousness by Dr. David Jones that explains this in a little better way. He says, In short, coveting is an ungoverned, illegitimate, selfish desire to possess that which belongs to another. Said differently, to covet is to long for something that would require a violation of part of the moral law in order to obtain it. So how do we overcome covetousness? Well, folks, we must find our satisfaction in God and in God alone. Christ himself promised that we would receive good from him. He said, seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these other things will be added onto you. In other words, we shouldn't covet. We shouldn't seek to covet other people's things, but rather to rely on him because he satisfies all of our needs. You and I recognize that we cannot keep the Ten Commandments perfectly. None of us are able to do so. That's why we need Christ. So Lord's Day number 44 asks yet another question. Why then does God so strictly enjoy the Ten Commandments upon us since in this life no one can keep them? The answer given highlights our dependence upon God, and it is twofold. The Heidelberg Catechism answers, First, that as long as we live, we may learn more and more to know our sinful nature, and so the more earnestly seek forgiveness of sins and righteousness in Christ. Second, that without ceasing we diligently ask God for the grace of the Holy Spirit, that we be renewed more and more after the image of God until we attain the goal of perfection after this life. As Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. He continues, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. May that be our prayer. May that be our resolve. Well, friends, that's it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family and to subscribe. Thank you and see you next time.